tickets for sale for the bazaar, which is on Saturday. So please remember to bring your stuff here for that. And any donations for the bazaar, please bring them down. There's a trust meeting, trustees meeting on November 12th in the park room. Uh, November 13th is Unity House Work Night. Everybody's welcome and wear your old clothes prepared to get dirty because they've got a lot of work to do. And okay, December 2nd is Christmas in the Village. Um, we'll have more on that when it comes up. And the 4th is a Unity House meeting. And does anybody else have an announcement to make? Um, Ethel? know that you have them ready during, you know, like Friday during the day. Um, I probably will be here during the day. I'll be here Friday afternoon. Okay. To what time? I'll probably be here until about 5 o'clock. Oh, okay. Earlier is better because I don't know what to You're welcome. Okay. Um, I that's about it for announcements. Um, Did you have another? Uh, it is a little more of a throw for the bazaar. There is a sign-up sheet. I think we still need like some soda, hot dogs, and people make soup. So if you can sign up for that, that makes the only question and the so much nicer. And if you'd like to donate an hour or two on the day of the bazaar, I want you in your eye know. You know, we're welcome to what people come and help us. Um, and bring your baked goods, bring your crafts, bring your friends, bring your neighbors. Come and enjoy lunch. Amen. Yeah, we usually have a good lunch going there, so please come and join us. Uh, there's also a sign-up sheet in the back for worship helpers. If you have uh, some time on Sunday morning and you want to help out, just check out the list and sign up wherever you can. That would be great. And I think that's it for announcements. If uh, Pastor John, do you want to put in number two? Sure thing. Thank you very much. Uh, as you folks may know, today is our All Saints Sunday Remembrance. And there will be a time after the sermon and our response prayer where we'll be reading the names of people that have been provided to us if you want to be held in remembrance. And we have rocks here that have been printed with everybody's name that's on the list. And as we call names, we invite you, as you would wish and as you're able, to bring the rock of your loved one forward and to place it on the sea of glass, which remind us, reminds us of the hopes that God gives us through the book of Revelation for eternal life. If you have somebody who you'd like to remember whose name is not on the list, we have some extra rocks here and a pen where you may be able to write a name. Uh, and you may take the rocks home with you after the service, and those that are not taken home will hold in special prayer up on the altar during the week. I also want to uh, draw to people's attention uh, a new stack of books at the back of the church here. It's a favorite book of mine. It sits in the entryway to my house. If you come to my house, you'll see a little table with all my wife's chopsticks, and John gets one chopstick. 
<laughs> and my chapter is Three Simple Rules, a book by Ruth and Joe. And it's about the Wesleyan way of living. I'm going to be preaching a series of sermons on three simple rules over the next three Sundays. And I invite you to pick up a copy of the book as you're interested in reading it. I have several copies in the back of the church here. Uh, if we run out of copies, there's a list where you can put your name down and we can order them up special for you. Or I list the places where you can find them online as well. Uh, so find a copy of the book as you'd like. It's a little book and very powerful. And I pray that it helps to change what Christ does for you in your heart. And our stewardship campaign, uh, if you have not turned in your um, stewardship slips, please do so as soon as possible as we're finalizing the budget for next year, and that'll help us to plan vital ministries. And we look forward to you being a part of it. Would you pray with me, please? Loving God, caring God, eternal God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, on this All Saints Sunday, our hearts draw close in memory to those who have passed away from our lives recently. We pray that they are safely in their hands and that we may hold them in the fondest of remembrances, trusting in you for healing, forgiveness, and hope in all things. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Well, in theory, this is fall. The way the weather's been going, it's hard to be convinced of that as an actual fact. We've had more than a few days in the 70s recently. I was boiling at my pastor licensing school class, and putting on long sleeve shirts is an exercise in guessing. I know that there are plenty of times when being cool is going to be as important as being warm. Even so, we know that seasons are shifting, daylight savings time ended today, and so our perception of time is going to change no matter what. The days are shorter, no matter what. Life moves on. Our story moves on. And so, if we look at our reading from Joshua today in the Hebrew Bible, we see that God's story has moved on too, into a new time of remembrance and hope. Last week, we celebrated the ministries of Moses at the end of his life, a prophet of God who led the people of Israel out of Egypt through the desert for 40 years to the promised land of Canaan. Moses did not go into Canaan with them. God's story would move on under the leadership of Joshua, son of Nun, anointed by Moses to be God's servant to lead Israel. We too were anointed last week. Those who were here for worship came forward and we were anointed with oil as we invited God's Holy Spirit to bless us all in ministry to God as a generation who will help God to lead new generations of Christians into this church, just as Joshua led a new generation of Israel into Canaan. Anointing invites God's grace to be with us intimately, to have us feel right on the flesh of our bodies the direct contact of God, guiding us forward in service to God. We're touched by God to touch the world for God, with God. 
We've been chosen by God to complete the next chapter in God's story that will unfold in this place. We don't do it alone. Faith is not a solitary activity. Even when we find faith in our moments of quiet reflection alone, we're not truly alone. God is with us. And our hearts turn not only to God, but those who we ask God to touch. We ask God to touch not only those who are alive today, but also those who have moved on to eternity. We are part of a vast extended family of faith, a family alive both in this world and the world to come. God wants us all to dwell in God's everlasting love now and forever and to have kinship with one another, like God experiences kinship even with God's very self, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. To be with God and in God is to be with family forever. We don't forget family. We keep the memories alive. Our memories are our monuments to our love for them and their love for us. In our gathering him, come thou fount of every blessing, the second verse begins, Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I've come. And I know that the reference to something called an Ebenezer is probably pretty obscure for most folks. In Hebrew, Ebenezer means the stone of help. It's the name of a place where the prophet Samuel set up a stone to mark the spot where God helped the people of Israel to win a great battle when they really needed to win it, after they had repented for worshiping idols. Israel was emerging from a long period of weak leadership, and finally, they began to come together as a people, united for a common cause under God's leadership. God did not want the Israelites to forget what it meant to be a member of God's family. It was helped by the saving God who loved them. God wanted them to remember when they rejoined one another as God's people, remembering, you might say, reassembling themselves as members of a godly cause greater than themselves, greater than their personal family or tribe. Joshua did something similar when he crossed the Jordan River with Israel from the desert into Canaan. Like Moses leading the Israelites across the Red Sea, Joshua led Israel across the parted waters of the River Jordan. They were parted by the Ark of the Covenant, the container for God's Ten Commandments, God's promises to Israel in God's commandments, and God's and Israel's faithful obedience to God's commandments. These would keep Israel safe, even in the deep and deadly waters of the Jordan River. The God who loved them continued to help them. Even though God, Moses, had passed on leadership to Joshua. And when Joshua got to the other side of the river Jordan in Canaan, he asked that one person from each of the 12 tribes of Israel go back into the river and bring out a stone. And they piled them together into a monument to remember that God's promises were with all of them together. When they were a people of God together. We need monuments like that in our own lives. 
we need to remember to remember, to make ourselves aware of who we are with God and with one another at the important points in our lives when we pass through our own challenges together, with God helping us together. We need to remember that we didn't make it through those challenges alone, that we needed to be together, not just physically, but spiritually, in our minds and in our hearts. We need to remember those moments when God's living word guided us together through the impossible places, through the moments when we were sure that we would stumble and fall into the deep and cold waters of despair and hopelessness. We need to remember those moments when our church was there for us with God, guiding us, comforting us, lifting us up, and giving us chances to heal and to find hope. And we need to remember those who have gone before us, those who were willing to be with us along the journey, helping us to be who we are as we tried to find out who God wanted us to be together. Those who have gone before us and who now rest with God in heaven, we call saints. This doesn't mean that they were perfect. It does mean that God shed his blood for them on a cross as much as anybody, as much as you or I, and that God offered them eternal life as much as anybody else, including us. Today's reading from Revelation reminds us that God wants peace for all of the saints, and that Jesus, the Lamb of God, is both their king and their shepherd, guiding them in heaven, even in heaven, to the water of life, wiping away every tear from their eyes. God wants us to remember to remember with them, too, to find our own new life in Christ with them, together, so that our joy in this life will be completed by our assurance that God wants them to have joy, too. As we move forward as a church, I hope and pray that you'll remember that your active membership in our church is a way to keep this discipline of remembrance alive for you and for generations to come. Some of you will be moving on soon to new lives and new places, and others are making transitions to new phases in your lives as your children grow, as you mature, as family members move away or move into God's eternal kingdom. Like Moses anointing Joshua to carry on his mission for God, this church's mission will go on too. Anointed by God to make new monuments to God's faithfulness in our lives. We'll never be done with God's work in this place. We'll never be done with the opportunity to make the story of this church in this community God's story. A story that has a new chance to unfold for people who God wants to touch with life-changing, life-saving faith. God is never, ever done with us, always challenging us to trust in God and to reach out to one another as God is always reaching out to us. God challenges us to be people who spread our circle of remembering further than we ever thought that we could spread it, inviting people who we have never met or who we have never even particularly liked to become part of the family of Christ, who we will depend on to help us to become who we are meant to be in Christ.
God did this with me when God brought me to you. You see, those false stones that I showed you earlier, I put them on the bank of the Quinnipiac River. When I walked through its waters to South Merrigan on July 1st, my very first day as your pastor, I wanted to remember the 40 years that God used to prepare me to serve you. I wanted to remember all of the saints alive and in God's heavenly kingdom who helped me to make my part story part of God's story. I could not have come here without God, without their help in God. And so I remembered with them and with God. Remember how you got here. Remember how God has helped you this far. And with faith in God's loving help, let us build new Ebenezer's together, marking the spots where God helped us to build new remembrances of God's story together as God's family in this place. We live in God's promised land as God's people anointed for God's mission of love and transformation. May we use the remembrance of who God is making us together to build the next part of God's story here in our new season of faith, a season of growth, healing, and hope. Amen. Please be seated. Time for the prayers of the people. We invite you, as always, to bring your bulletins home. See the names there. Those who are ill, those who have passed away, those who are recovering, and those who are in our military, they all need your presence and grace to guide them forward in prayer. This week especially, we remember Gail Wilkinson. Uh, we pray for her strength and faith uh, as she faces life's challenges. Uh, we pray for Marine Bilger, who is not well. She's very ill and in need of prayers. We pray for Chris Bernard uh, in the family of Al Pierce, who's suffering from severe back pains. He's presently bedridden with a lot of pain. And uh, Chris is the son-in-law of Hollis. And do I have the uh, information on Al Pierce right? That's what I thought. That needs to be added here as well. And we hold him in fond remembrances well with the Collins family. Would you pray with me, please? Gracious, loving God, healing God, transforming God, God of power and might, God of grace and hope, we put before you our prayers of the people, for those that we pray for healing and transformation. We lift up all the prayers that have been in our hearts during our, during our remembrance of the saints during our ceremony. And for all those who have gone unnamed, who are in our hearts, that we know are loved by you and that encourage us forward in your love. Help us to remember them always. And help us to remember, Lord, that you are always with us and guiding us and transforming us in your life to be something more than we can ever imagine, and that we can be united in courage and in hope to be more than we ever imagined in you. The limitations of our flesh and our hearts and our minds are nothing compared to you, O Lord. 
be with us then in the Holy Spirit to transform these people and all of us, we pray. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We do have a God of grace, a God of miracles, a God of transformation, a God of hope. And so, therefore, we are hopeful as we bring together our tithes and our offerings that our work together as Christ will be good and just and holy and filled with life. is about the joy of love that lives forever. Praise God. A life lived in faith, let us say together, is our victory in Jesus now and forever. May we grow together in Jesus now and build loving and joyful memories that will last forever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance upon us and grant us peace now and forever. And may the people of God say joyously, Amen! Amen and amen. Thank you for a joy-filled worship. Love you all.
Have a good week, Laura. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe just 
for help whatever reasons. Hey, Edna. Yeah, but it's not written on. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The lesson. Oh, okay. 